<laughs> All right, we roll into hour number two. Puck and Gas will be joined here shortly. He's on hold right now. We're gonna, uh, he's on hold right now the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Brad Adam, who joins us. Of course, he works for Root Sports, courtesy of John Howie Steak. I'm going to actually get Brad to come on over here. Uh, Brad, bear with me as we bring you on here. Uh, sure. Come on, I want you to come on, say hi, come by and say hi. I'm going to be at Henry's Tavern tonight, 5 to 7 o'clock. You are? Yeah, getting you warmed up for the Mariners game. Oh, so what great. I want you to do, wow. I want you to come on by to Henry's. It's a Tito's yeah. event, Tito's handmade vodka <laughs> event. We're going to be over there pouring Tito's Ooh. vodka down your throats tonight over at Henry's Tavern <laughs> right in that little vacant parking lot over there. I want you, Angie, Jen, uh, leave Kruger there. He's grumpy. He probably wanted he like <laughs> vodka. Come on over, everyone from Root, and mm. we'll 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 do I vodka like shots. We'll pour uh, great drinks from a uh, Tito's handmade vodka. Five to seven o'clock. This is assuming you aren't in the slammer after your court appearance goes awry. So let me see if I've got your afternoon <laughs> set. I do have a court you, appearance at three thirty for a, a, a tab violation. A, a court little. A, a little. A little shot of courage. I like that before the show. You had any, you had any Jello? You can put it in Jello shooters. Play uh, it off. As not for Tito. No, he's Brad. not going to. He's not yeah, going to drink sure. before he goes to court. I think Puck's smart enough to know he shouldn't do that. I'll have one. You'll have one. Yeah. And you're going to go to court, and you're going to argue this thing, and then that's going to be over, and then you're going to go host a listener party. And do I have your afternoons uh, yeah. straight? Listeners party there at, uh, at Henry's Tavern. Tito's handmade vodka. Are you coming to the game? Then are you I'm going to come the game over? after Tito's. Yeah, then I'm going to come Tito's over and into say the game. Yeah. Good. Brad, Good. Brad, are you interested in my day? <laughs> yeah, what do you got going on, Gas? I'll be going down to the uh, USA Special Olympics Games offices. You know, the USA Games are coming here this summer. They're going to yes. be contested up at UW. It's going to be a huge, big damn deal. i got to go down there because I'm doing a little work to help them. Then I'm going to get in my car and drive home. I'm going to help the elderly and drive them to the store and, uh, and then cook some. So I'm going to try and contribute to society a little bit as my afternoon. While Puck is trying to kind of get off on a ticket, he... he certainly deserves for not having tabs wow no, but i had the, i paid for them they mm-hmm. I, someone stole the tabs Somebody off my car tabs? well That's either that or they with? That's or, your only defense. I paid for them. I've got documentation. I paid for them. That's what you're going with? You think that's, that's going to fly, Brad, in the court of law? Do you think the judge is no. going to look at me and go, like, oh, yeah, you're, you're good? Yeah, uh, no. But I think if you have proof that you paid, it's going to help. Yeah. But then where are they? Why didn't you put them on? Somebody I did put them, them on. Does it look like somebody removed the stickers? Is there like any peel left behind or something? Well, Is there now, on the tab. Well, I, I, stickers? I got different new tabs again, and I put them over it. So, and I did. I should have taken a picture of of the little oh. scrape mark. I don't think there were scrape marks. I don't know, Br- Brad. You you're, you're, you're right yeah. to be questioning this, but you need to factor in one other thing. Right in the whole thing that he got from the judge is there's a note that Puck had to submit a written explanation of what happened three days prior to this court hearing. And I failed to do so. And he no did, chance. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm, at, I, I'm afraid this is the fact that we're trying this case in the court of public opinion probably yeah. is not helping you any. Uh, and, and then I'm, no. I'm afraid that they're going to look at this like, you know, Puck, what are you, a wazoo guy? It was three days ago this was due. <laughs> oh, I, I, this I, is going to be a quick decision. <laughs> I'm clearly You won't even be able to defend yourself. You won't even be able to stand up and defend yourself. You'll be at Henry's an hour early. Look at it that way. Come on. An an hour early to drink Tito's handmade vodka. Brad, will you do me a favor, and whoever controls this in the truck or or back in the the palatial studios uh, of Root Sports in Bellevue, if I take a picture of me in court talking to the judge with the hashtag where I root, will you put put it on TV? Fighting the system, yes. (laughs) 
fighting the system. I don't think yes, they will. Where I, I root. You, Absolutely. You know what I miss? Here's what I miss about Root, because I used to do this constantly, and they don't do it anymore, because everybody's gone to Twitter and all, and it's, it's a much more one-to-one community. But for a little while there, Root was like everybody else. They're like, hey, text us. You know, text us at this yeah. number where you want. And I would always text Chico in Freeland. I would text the dog, Chico, I'm watching the... And, and it would it would be appear on the crawler. Every game yes. Root ever read, Chico was on that crawler. And it, would, it would give me no end of satisfaction knowing I had pulled this off. Yes, we had... I think every text got on. It's a little different now, you're right, Yeah, it's, it's, social it's, media. But I tell you what, Puck, if you get that on... Or if you send it, I will make sure that Angie reads that on air tonight. Oh, it's my whole goal this year, and I've done this. And, and, I, I've and submitted from, at least from Henry's too. Yeah, okay, I'll do them both, and I'll do a, a two shot. I I have submitted. I don't know how many, so many of where I root, and uh, I don't get. I get nothing, and I just want one time. My goal this year is to be on Root Sports where I root, and if I can maybe deliver it tonight with a picture. Can I take a picture in court? Is that? Is that I'm positive the judge is not going to think this is funny as you do. <laughs> I want a picture of you like being let off in cuffs, head down, yeah. hashtag where I root. I, I, I want a picture of you making Angie do something, because I believe I heard you say, I'm going to make Angie do this. I, I, you get a photo of that, Brad. I'll, I'll be just sitting at home waiting for all that. Hey, Puck will be on tonight, probably mid-game, or maybe I can save it for post-game so we can make fun of you. All right, Brad. Uh, Brad Adam joining us for his weekly visit, uh, courtesy of John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Now, keep in mind, too, because also at 1230, Brad's going to say something brilliant in this segment, and we're going to ask you at 1230, listeners, what did Brad say? What was his answer? And you have to tell us, and you can win a $50 gift card uh, to John Howie Steak. All right, we've buried this. For far too long. When are they releasing Ichiro? You know the answer to it. When is it? Come on. I I I don't know, but I I, I kind of listening earlier, Puck. I always listen to your guys' show, Thank you. and, and I think I, I I agree with you. I think that they are trying to find a way to keep Ichiro on the roster, and and I I just have a feeling that he's going to be there all year. I could be wrong, but I think they're going to figure out a way to massage it and keep the extra outfielder, which maybe doesn't make a lot of sense because most teams don't do that, maybe get down to seven in the pen. But remember, it's insurance as well because Gamble's never been healthy a whole year. Hanniger's never been healthy a whole year. Each year can play all three outfield spots. He's a left-handed bat off the bench. I mean, I get all of that. Um, there's reservations, I know, but I just have a feeling that they're going to somehow find a way to keep him for, for his last year, all year in Seattle. Here's the other thing. This this is something that, you know, this is what we do in talk radio and in sports coverage. We talk about things and the controversies and all that. As long as they keep winning, Brad, it doesn't really matter. As long as the M's keep sure. clicking along and winning series, nobody's really going to care who the 25th guy is. The only way this becomes a story is if they keep each row, they go into the tank, and it becomes evident, hey, they could use some help in that 25th position. So really, you know, I'm sure that's another thing the M's are looking at. Like, why should we worry about this as long as we're winning games? And certainly not they have to worry about it now. You're right. When Gamble comes back in a couple of days, he's going to play left field. We know that. When he takes a blow against a, a left-handed pitcher, it's going to be Heredia probably going to play left field. So you're right. You're not going to see a lot of each row, I don't think. Um, maybe you spell a Hanniger a day or so, but I don't see him playing more than once or twice a week. And you're right. When they get the guys back with Zanino and Healy um, and Gamble on the offense, you know, we hope takes off like it does. They keep winning. It's, it's a non-story. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do at first base to see with Modern and Vogelback once Healy gets back 
um, what are they going to do and who they send down. But but I think they're going to keep Etrides as the fifth outfielder. And, and as Jerry said, just have Romine be the backup first baseman and play everywhere else. And, and, and that way they, they can do it, and, but they don't have to do it for a while. Uh, they could even send Miranda, who's starting today, they could send Miranda back down after his start for Gamble. They don't need a fifth starter for a couple of more days. Uh, then bring Erasmo. They could do the, the Tacoma shuttle again, where mm-hmm. the fifth starter just becomes somebody else each time. So I, I, I think they'll get creative to, to find a way to keep them. Well, and it's it's always been a kind of a, del- a delicate subject, Brad. And we've talked about this before. Yes. Is that you're this is a Hall of Fame player. This is one of the best players that's ever been in this organization. And and I and I got the the people's worries when you brought him on board. Do you think he would be? I'm not asking you, but. Would he be okay with, hey, three weeks in, four weeks into the season, Gamble comes back, we've got to release you? You know, that's a that's an interesting dance I think they have to play with one of the best players that's ever put on a Mariner uniform. Would they feel comfortable DFAing a guy that is, again, one of the best and a first ballot Hall of Famer? But, again, they had to know that when they decided to walk down this aisle with him. Right, and I, I think that conversation was had, and I don't think it was, you know, play three weeks, play a month, Gamma comes back, and, you know, nice nice to know you. Appreciate that. Right. So I, I think that, that – I don't know what their exit strategy might be if there is one, uh, but I don't think it's going to be this early. I really don't. And I think, you know, who knows, maybe – you know, Ichiro's calf might bother him again, and he might have to go on the DL for a while. Hey. Uh, that's one way that, hey, mm. maybe they stay around a little bit. Mm. But, but, I mean, you're right. It's a delicate situation. They've had to thought about it and come up with a plan, but it's a plan that it, I think it's going to be a little farther on down the line. Maybe, you know, it's like the old, I remember Rich King used to end up on the injury list with a mandibular, <laughs> and I had to look up mandibular finally, and it was a jaw thing. He said, his Rich mandibular King. bone is sore. I'm like, uh, and they'd call Rich in the office and say, how's your mandibular bone feel? It's okay. And then George would sock him right in the jaw. How's it feel now? Hey, well, it's kind of sore. I'll tell you, it's a legitimate injury. Well, how old? He's 44? Yeah. Right? Yeah. If he's got a sciatica, then it's a legit injury. Because every 44-year-old's yeah. got a sciatica. Yeah. I, I still think this is one, one of those things that just, as long as they're winning, and I, I get why we're talking yeah. about it, but they can go, hey, we don't, we don't have to worry about this. And speaking of winning, mm-hmm. Brad, again last night uh, with with my new favorite Mariner, night after what night after night, showing the way D. Gordon, who I mm-hmm. love, yes. uh, and, and who I think Scott Service should have gone out and argued for the other day on that bang-bang play, uh, D just, and, and, you know, again, I love that, okay, they're shifting on him. All right, watch, I'll hit it where you don't have anybody right now. He's... He is, it's interesting because he was picked up primarily because they thought they were going to get some of the international money they thought they'd use to sign Otani. Gordon was almost an afterthought in that. I don't think he was an afterthought to, to, to DePoto and, and, and to service. But in, in the fans' perspective, he was kind of an afterthought. And, and look at how good he's been, Brad. What, what kind of guy is this guy? He's fantastic. Did you see him last night? Uh, yeah. We had on the pre and the post game show, flossing behind yes. Jen doing the interviews, doing that flossing dance. That was like the fastest kind of flossing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. He He's that kind of guy. He's a fun guy, a lot of energy, uh, talks a lot, um, a really good athlete. I mean, I was talking to him yesterday. He had a full ride out of high school to Louisville to play basketball. He said that, you know, Rick Pitino came in, recruited. It was like, you know, 
the mob guy coming in saying, you will go to Louisville, you know, and it's like, ah. but he chose, he and his family and the old grandma, they all chose uh, baseball and it's, it's worked out well. We know about the speed. I think he's done a pretty credible job in center field. He hasn't really hurt them yet. You know, a few errors here and there, but I mean, he's been just fine. He's been a, a dynamic leadoff presence as, as we've seen. Um, and a fun guy, new dimension to the offense, more speed at the top. He's Segura. And Cano, I mean, that one, two, three has been yeah. so fun to watch. So Gordon's been been a great, great addition. So uh, a lot of fun, a good interview, a good for the media for us. But, uh, you know, more important, a really good player. And and you're right, it was like, ah, D. Gordon, eh, how's that going to work out? Eh, you know, but, man, it's been fantastic so far. Yeah, I love I love everything about him. I just love the athleticism, the speed that it brings yes. uh, to the top of the order. I think just something they have been missing uh, for so long, and then and then uh, James Paxton yesterday. Okay, threw a bunch of pitches, but you know what he did? He grinded through it. He got through it. He gave them some innings. He got. He was able to, uh, you know, at least get to the seventh thing, allow the Nicasio or Vincent, and then Nicasio to take over, and then finally hand it off uh, to Fast Eddie Diaz. And that he was, you know, what at times I know the volume of pitches was a lot, but boy, the velocity was there. He was fantastic last night, Brad. To, to, to only serve up one run to that offense, that's a big step for yes. James Paxton yesterday. And he's done well against that offense. He likes facing them. They, they have all nine righties against him, and he likes to pound them inside with right. that uh, you know, 95, 97-mile-an-hour heater. And, and you saw the guys kind of you know, jump out of the way on those inside strikes, and he started getting the calls and, and you know, kept them off balance. And only went through six, as you mentioned, but um, that was big, I think, last night. You've got Paxton, who's your best pitcher. You're rolling. Uh, they're coming in struggling. They lost a series to Texas. They haven't hit yet. Uh, up against Keiko, you know, one of their best. And, and you beat them. You know, it, I know you guys were talking about it's not a huge series. I know it's April. But, you know, to beat them, Astros have won five straight at Safeco. They, they won 14 out of the 19 last year. You know, so just from a, a confident psyche standpoint, that was big. To have your ace on the mound and, and you beat these guys in game one, showing that you can beat them and can compete with them. Um, and again, meant a lot to the guys. And it meant a lot, you know, to Paxton to get his first win. And then, you know, with Nicasio, who they got to be that eighth inning guy, the first time he's had a one, two, three, eight, I think. First time he hasn't given right. up a run. So that was good. And then Diaz is just so fun to watch. I mean, he threw all sliders. Gonzalez, yep. the last batter, you know, full count, slider, 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 strikes him out. I mean, they haven't given up a hit this year. I mean, it's just, he's awesome. It's fun to watch. 16 so really strikeouts and win. two walks. Yeah. He was, but he was, was like ridiculous. watching, he was like watching me on a fair, uh, fair midway. I mean, he was all over the yard last night <laughs> yes. and, and still gets, which I think is, and I'm, I'm paying him a backhanded compliment here. He still gets the save on a night. I didn't think he was all that sharp last night and he still looked unhittable. I mean, that, it's more power to him. Yeah, that's huge. You walk Correa to start the ninth, and you really don't have your fastball command, so then he went all sliders and, and got uh, a couple of big strikeouts. Redick, the pinch hitter, you know, buried him a couple, and Freitas did a really nice job walking. Um, so I think Diaz is able to, to kind of make adjustments on the mound and not blow up. You know, we saw that last year where he'd kind of lose the release point and he would get fast, kind of rush himself, and he would never have control. So I think he's, he's, he's kind of maturing into that role and figuring out what works, and then attacking with that pitch. So, you know, worked again last night. He's been awesome. Yeah, the thing on Paxton, just to piggyback on his his domination of, of the Houston Astros in the last five outings, uh, this from the Mariners' notes from last night. Last five starts against Houston, 3-1 and one with a 1-6-5 ERA, 27 strikeouts, and nine yeah. walks. A guy that just loves to face 
uh, that baseball team. And I just, you know, it's, we always we always overreact so much in sports, especially we do on Sports Talk Radio. That's just what we do, and fans do it. But, you know, I think to gain confidence against a team that has dominated you since coming to the American League West, I don't know, it was a good sign to at least get that first one out of the way. And, again, if they can come out of this four-game series with a split, you know, I leave the uh, blackjack table, you know, and clapping my hands saying that was a, a great series. And I think that the split will be, you know, at, at worst at this point. You know, I don't see him losing three straight. So um, I, I, I agree. I, I think that, that it's, it's big for them to know they can compete. And remember, Mariners still have three starters, three starters out of that lineup. Right. Um, so, you know, even if, if they lose a couple, they could say, hey, we just split with these guys without three starters. And Astros have their entire lineup going. Now, yes, we miss Verlander, but – we get their four other starters who are all really good. I mean, I, I'm kind of excited to see Garrett Cole, the start that he's off of, off to. But they got everybody. So if you split with them, you, you're thinking, you know, you're in good spot. You're in second. They're in third. Uh, and and you're thinking, man, once we get everybody back, you know, look out, Mariners. And what I th- what I thought was really cool last night with Paxson getting his strikeouts. He had six strikeouts. Was it seven? It might have been seven. But they do now the Eagle Screech. Over the loudspeakers after every strikeout for Paxton, you hear this eagle screech. It's like very clever. Yeah. We're never going to let that die, are we? No, no. no. I mean, eagle Martinez landed. has got his, his teeth all into it. Now. Yeah, it, it, oh, an eagle yeah. landed on eagles his in the stands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, we got to use it. I'm just thrilled that he wasn't hurt. I mean, let's be honest. I'm, right? I'm stunned that he wasn't hurt. With, with their luck and his luck, yeah. the talents don't just rip into him and just shred his shoulders <laughs> out for the year. No, oh, no. There's, there, no Can you there, imagine? There's no doubt that, that there are many Mariner teams over the years where that is exactly what would have happened. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Hey, we glossed over something uh, as a group here that I thought was really important last night. The best goalie I saw in a lot of NHL action last night was David Freitas in the ninth inning. My God, this guy... You know, Brad, it feels like the Mariners for years have been looking for a catcher to replace Dan Wilson. They've tried so many different guys. Now Zanino is clearly that guy, and he's out. But I like both of the guys they've had to bring up in in, in, in lieu of Zanino. And last night, I, you know, for his, he ends up scoring the game-winning run. Uh, he was brilliant in the ninth inning. And, about, again, every other pitch was in the dirt, and he had to block it. This guy has been – he and, and Marjum have been godsends to this team, given how freaky Zanino's injury was. And how long he's he's been out? Right. And, and again, he, he played last night, uh, leading off for Modesto, one for three with a double. He's going to play the next two nights, and hopefully be activated on the road trip. Healy might come back as well on the trip. He got Gamble back, so that's good. But, but Marjima and, and Freitas, you know, they kind of went a different route for the backup guy this year, and I like it. Kind of a young athletic catchers who who can catch and, and kind of defensive minded. Freitas a little bit ahead of Marjima on defense. We saw that last night. Um, you know, it, it, I, as much as I loved Chooch last year, Carlos Ruiz at, at age 40 or 41, you know, I, I like having a younger backup, um, guys that, that can play in case Zanino is out, play extended periods. Uh, you know, Chooch really couldn't do that last year. And I like what, what Freitas said in his interview with Jen last night. He went out and talked to Diaz in the ninth. You know, he got Cray at second. He's like, all right, what do you want to do? What's working? Slider? And he's like, I'm going to throw my slider every time. And he's like, all right, we'll go with the slider. <laughs> and he wasn't afraid to block it. You know, and Diaz wasn't afraid to bury it. And, and it worked against Gonzalez and struck him out. And so I think guys have confidence in him. Uh, he's really played well in that role. And I think when Zanino comes back, I, would, I, I think that they were leaning towards keeping Freitas mm-hmm. at, at this point. 
But either one, you're right. Either one's done done a nice job back there. All right, Brad, uh, come on over today. Henry's uh, will be there five to seven o'clock, handing out uh, Tito's handmade vodka. And your request is to to have that in Jello shots, correct? Correct. And I want you in an orange jumpsuit. And I want a hashtag where I root. Okay, I'm going to do it from the courtroom today at 3.30. Uh, I'm going to take a picture, and I, maybe I'll just try to maybe not have the judge see me take a picture, and I'm yeah. going to do the hashtag where I root. That's a good And plan. I just at one point would like for Angie to read that on the air. That, that's all I ask. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Not going to end well. All right, thanks, Brad. We'll talk to you. on Instagram. It's awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'll you. see you tonight at the ballpark. We'll talk next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks, guys. There he is, uh, Brad Adam from Root Sports, courtesy of John Howie Steak. A rem uh, reminder, 1230, we'll give away a $50 gift card uh, to John Howie Steak. You just had to uh, obviously listen to that segment. Brad said something in there very intelligent. We're going to ask you at 1230 what that was. If you can correctly uh, have the uh, correct answer at 1230, we'll give you a $50 gift card uh, to John Howie Steak. Two pieces of audio last night in the world of sports, NHL and the NBA, that I just think are going to make you laugh, because that's what we do here for three hours. Gas and myself, we try to make you laugh. We're going to make you laugh next. To Puck and the Gas Man, on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage, Sports Radio 950, KJR. That's right. We are just uh, we are la well, about a week away, almost a week from uh, this Thursday, NFL draft coverage uh, coming up later today, probably about 105 when we're off the air. Uh, Gas will be doing a special, uh, I think, Facebook Live chat yeah. and, and breaking down the first round of the NFL draft. So catch that on Facebook Live at some point at about 105, 110. That defensive end from South Carolina, he's big, he's got good feet, he's got a big ass. You know, he's got a big You can he always tell if they're good space. with a big ass. Big uh, ass tells you a good player. I swear to God, I'm listening to the Husky, uh, the the Saturday morning crew one time, and they're talking dog about, man uh, guys, dog man. They're talking about some fifth grader's ass, and then you know, well, like, that what makes the you hell's uncomfortable. Going on? Makes you uncomfortable. What the hell's happening here? What are we doing? I don't know. Uh, Fifteen minutes away from uh, Sounders Weekly preview because we have Sounders Weekly tonight, seven to eight o'clock, hosted by the fine uh, Jackson Feltz with uh, co-host uh, Garth Lagerway, the mm -hmm. GM of the Sounders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do we do any Wayne and Garth stuff to make fun of his name being Garth? Do we do anything fun there, or is it, he's not a guy that really takes to that we kind of... We stick to soccer. <laughs> yeah, don't have any fun, whatever, by all means, whatever you do, don't, don't try to screw oh. it. We're sticking to soccer. Are, uh, is everybody enjoying the playoffs? Everybody enjoying the playoffs in uh, both the NHL and the NBA? Now, I'll be honest it. with you, I'm not tuning in much in... Well, I'm not tuning into the NHL playoffs. That's not... It, I'm just going gravitate more towards the NBA, but you yeah. tune into both. I do Have both. both been yeah, good. Yeah, the uh, the NHL's been interesting. There's two series. There's uh, there's Columbus, Washington, and Vegas, LA. That every game's been decided by one goal. Okay. All the other games and all the other series have kind of been runaways. They, they, it has not been as as edge of the seat thrilling as the first round usually is because usually the first round of the nhl playoffs are the best because every time you know you get the same cliche tweet from everybody that's on twitter it right when the playoffs start there's nothing like the nhl playoffs playoff hockey of, playoff hockey yeah, nothing and, like it. and if you're a caps fan the caps over the years have come up with more ways Under to, right? to break their fans and they've got you know ovechkin's one of the great players ever to play in the league and they suddenly are down 0-2 to the Columbus Blue Jackets. I think game three in that and then Columbus won both games by a goal in Washington. I mean, the series might not even come back to DC. It's just in in the in the in, in the pantheon of great caps flameouts, this one may end up being the biggest one. The ever. big story tonight will be there's three games tonight: Caps, uh, Blue Jackets, Jets, Wild. 
And then the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights against the LA Kings. Now that's the story of the night because the Golden Knights, of course, the expansion team, they're if they win tonight, they've they've swept them. They're yeah. up three three games to none against the LA Kings. And what a what a story of the season in the NHL. And everyone hopes here that you have this similar result. I, I would caution people because I heard this a little bit yesterday. Well, we're going to have the same kind of first season. Um, well, I, I, they may or they may not. I mean, right. this may just be a thing that is happened in Las Vegas. So I just because Vegas has had this great season, I wouldn't right. necessarily bank and put a lot of money that, that the new Seattle franchise is going to have the same type of first season. What they've done is is really remarkable for an expansion franchise. And I think a lot a lot of people, myself included, will have egg on our face if they conclude this uh, sweep tonight. Because uh, L.A. was a very trendy first-round upset pick. They'd been playing well. They had beaten Vegas, beat them on back-to-back nights back in February. And you kind of go, hmm, I wonder if that's going to be a factor. Well, it turns out, no, it has been. Vegas is just faster, and they're quicker, they're better. Uh, and the Kings, all of a sudden, you, you know, they're, they're you know, down 0-3. We'll see. It's, it's um, if Vegas sweeps. And, and, you know, the other thing, San Jose may sweep Anaheim, and, I mean, that... I think that surprises some people too, because Anaheim was playing well. And a so. big game last night, the the Avalanche over the Predators five three. Uh, that means uh, the CEO of my household. There was a yeah. there was a, I was put in the penalty box last night. I was. Were you now? Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, my wife, a big Avs fan. She give you a game misconduct yeah, issue. Game misconduct. Game misconduct. Yeah. A lot of cheering and yelling in in our front room. Mm-hmm. But then the other game. The Toronto Maple Leafs at home. They finally got a game in their series against the Boston Bruins. They won four to two. So yesterday. that's two one now, right? It's Boston's two, up two one in that one. Two one, Boston leading. Two of the original six. A yes. classic first round series. But what happened last night uh, was authored some of the best audio that I've ever heard. And there's something about NHL or hockey broadcasters. Mm-hmm. They seem I don't know why this is to own it more than any other local broadcaster of a sport, that they are more emotionally invested, I feel like, I than like a basketball or baseball or football announcer. I think that's, that probably is true. And certainly the guys that are really good at it, you, 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 you end up, uh, there's no doubt as to what they're rooting for. So the Bruins TV guy's Jack Edwards. You, would, you may from, uh, remember the name. You would remember the face. He was one of the original, or I don't know, like right when they started, but early on. Uh, anchors on SportsCenter, on ESPN. Yeah, you know Jack. He was on there for a while. Yeah. You, you would recognize his face. Well, things uh, he, he got after it a little bit against the officials last night. Uh, again, says the Bruins are taking on the Maple Leafs. I would say Jack didn't hold back his feelings. And they're going to leave the plate dead with the Bruins on the power play coming into the attacking zone. I mean, I understand if there's a peewee gamer, if there's a bone sticking out of his leg, <laughs> but that is utterly ridiculous. I mean, the Bruins are on the power play. It's the third period of a playoff game. It's a one-goal game. And you're going to stop the play for a guy who's still conscious? <laughs> and, and that's the best line. The guy is con- he, he is apparently oh. he, he's, he's moving, he's breathing, he's hurt, but let's just keep it going. He's like, his, body, his legs and arms are shaking. I mean, yes, he's still conscious. He may be severely injured. Jack Edwards calling the action high above. Scoop him off the ice. Get the Zambone, get the skate girls out there and get him off the ice. It was Andreas Johnson who had been oh. knocked to the ice. There's a belief by some that he does this on purpose. Yeah. That, that he was okay. Oh, and I just so, love it. Sco- get him off the ice. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like the, well, it's not like there's a bone sticking out oh. of his leg. 
Oh, my goodness, that cracked me up. All right, so now over to the NBA. You've been watching the NBA playoffs. Absolutely. And, they, and, and again, this is now, it's be, I love the NBA, and I love the playoffs and all that. And, and so these playoffs so far in the first round, and again, I haven't watched the NHL, so I'll just take you mm-hmm. what's happened in the first round. First round of these games have been great. Mm-hmm, right, I mean, yeah, So far yeah. have been unbelievable. Now the Warriors last night, they're just going to handle the Spurs because Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard has quit on the team. Has quit on everything, which is unbelievable. That's happening in San Antonio with Greg Popovich, but and, and it's it, happened. And it felt a little bit like the Spurs were firing some pretty good shots in the fourth quarter last night, and it no. just didn't matter. Well, I mean, the Warriors, the, the star of the team, yeah, right, Clay yeah. Clay, Clay Thompson, who yeah. had sixteen in the fourth quarter and can't miss thirty-one Clay, points. Clay Clay did look pretty good last night. Um, and then the Heat and the Sixers was a great game. We were talking to Sports Pit. I, I don't know if I've seen. I mean, I have back in the back in the day. That was about as physical a basketball game that you were going to see last night. The Heat and the Seventy Sixers. The Heat they even up that series at one game apiece. Dwayne Wade was unbelievable. The final four minutes of the game. I love watching kind of aging guys who are obviously you know they're past their prime. He was sensational. He came back in the game, and it was great. And the Sixers again. Everyone was going to hand them you know the easiest path to the nba finals and you know they're still a young team they're they're still yeah. learning how to win they're young and they were due to lose yeah. we'll see now how they react to this they were due they'd won what 17 in a row they were uh, due yeah. to lose a game and it was going to happen and i mean i it, you know now we'll see we'll see what happens next with them so after the conclusion of the spurs warriors game mm-hmm. of course i stay on tnt cuz the greatest post game show in the history of post game shows is the crew with ernie johnson kenny smith barkley and shaq and if you've been watching the show over the years, you will you will you understand the love, the affinity that Charles Barkley has for the city of San Antonio. If they win a game, you never ever disrespect San Antonio women ever again. Oh, that's not yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love, first of all, I want people think I don't like San Antonio is an amazing city. It is. I love the back. I love the being there for the, the Final back. Four. Would you take them that or not? It, I love being there for the Final Four. The, 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 first of all, that, final is, four that is a dirty creek. Great <laughs> Final Four. Yes, but San Antonio is a wonderful city. <laughs> I, you know what I think about the the, the Spurs organization. But no, stop. we really don't need to do this again. Up the table, but they got some biggest down there, Ernie. I'm telling you. Are you happy now? I'm telling you, you happy now, Ernie. That's that what they came up with, Victoria's Secret. Hey, I was down there for, for the final four. A woman trying to beat me up at the airport. You need to stop. I said, man, that's not me. But you be laughing all the time. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Ain't our fault. What they got down there? Oh, Victoria's Secret. They got some biggest down there. Victoria's Secret. Victoria is a secret. So his running joke for Barkley is that San Antonio's got a home of big women. That's right. And and I like oh, I like how Ernie plays the role of the beleaguered substitute teacher. Yes. That he's just, he he realize and okay. this is what really makes Ernie the perfect there is no other person qualified to host that show because Ernie realizes he's powerless. Yeah. And and he's brilliant at it. He realizes that once the train has left the station yeah. with these guys. You basically just have to get out of the way and let them go. It, it and is it's, just, it, it's such a great show. It, it's unbelievable how good it is. And you can never replicate it ever again because it's just those those personalities of those guys. And I always thought that Shaq was going to ruin it, and Shaq hasn't. Shaq, it's, it's even... He's, he's perhaps even made it better. I didn't like him at first. Yeah. I'll be honest. When yeah. they put him in, I thought it, I thought it messed too with much. the chemistry too mm-hmm. much. And, and, and But yeah, it's good. And, and they just... They, they just 
it is such an entertaining show, and yeah. everyone else has tried to replicate it. You yeah. turn, I mean, I get such a kick out of the NFL on Sunday mornings when you turn on ESPN and there's 19 guys sitting at a desk all trying to say, yeah, let's just keep adding guys, and maybe that'll make us as funny as these yeah, guys. Yeah, $2 million in a price tag. Yeah, three games on tap tonight. It starts with the Wizards-Raptors. Raptors up one nothing in that series. Uh, again, that's at 4 o'clock NBA TV, and then a double dip. Uh, Boston and Milwaukee at five o'clock. Celtics have one to nothing in that series. And the Blazers got Portland. Got to get it going tonight. They're at home. They lost game one. They're taking on the Pelicans seven thirty on TNT. All right, coming up next, uh, Sounders Weekly is tonight from seven to eight o'clock. It's hosted by our own Jackson Feltz with special guest and co-host GM Garth Lagerway. Mm-hmm. So we will we will touch in next uh, with Jackson. We'll try to find out what's happening on the show tonight. He will set up. He'll try to make uh, some argument, captivating argument of, of why the 2-2 tie was a good thing for the Sounders. But we'll try to find what's happening on Sounders Weekly next. And you're going to stop the play for a guy who's still conscious? It's now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. Would you mind, uh, Gas? Would you mind uh, giving me an update on the uh, on the Twitter poll? Am I throwing you off? I'd I got be a, happy to. I got no. a court date at three thirty for uh, uh, tabs that were not on my vehicle. I'm fighting in court. I'm fighting the man. I'm always uh, interested to see what uh, what polls move the electorate, and this one does. We're getting good, solid voter turnout today. Five hundred eighty votes with still an hour to vote. You can go to at Gasman two hundred six, and frankly, some interesting trends <laughs> starting to develop. Originally, 46%, I think, said you'd be found not guilty. That's dropped to 37. There's a decent chance that might not win. The question is this. Puck is going to go to a court this afternoon. He got a ticket for expired tabs. He's got the receipt that shows he paid for the well, tabs. I got my vehicle registration. Yeah. yeah. So so the tab either fell off, which is unlikely, or somebody peeled it off. And, which and, is a, a trend around here because we've decided to make your car tabs $7,000. Right. They're, they're, they're valuable now, yeah. these tabs. So uh, uh, 37% say not guilty. Puck will go to court, and the, the judge will rule, you know, you're not guilty, and the fine will be completely waived. 26% say the fine will be reduced. So still a good, solid majority, 63%, believe this will be worth your time. And someone even pointed out on the text line, listen, you when you handed them your vehicle registration, did it not show that you had bought your tabs? Yeah, that was my point to the guy. I'm like, yeah. it's right there, issued on this date. Now he's probably gonna, you know, his response was, "Well, they're not on your car." I'm like, "Well, but I put them on there. Why would I not put the tabs on?" It seems like, and and look, look, the police have the, the tabs on. The police have a difficult job. I'm not criticizing her, but it does seem like there might have been some leeway for him to go. Okay, well, this is interesting. It shows her you've paid. All I was asking him was. You look at my record. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I've got a bunch of speeding tickets. You know, right. I don't got other things that are going on in my life. How about we just give me a warning? They're not on there, and I'll go get them again. But clearly, this has showed that I have purchased them. He was having none of it. I think he was having a bad day. Now, twenty percent, one in five out of almost six hundred voters believe you're going to snap during this hearing, and you're going to be escorted oh. out in cuffs. They're going to put the bracelets on you and take you down, let you cool it for. They call it the cooler for a reason. Yeah. They put you down there, let you cool off for a while. All right, uh, coming up tonight, 7 to 8 o'clock. My court appearance is at 3.30. I'll let everyone know how it, it, it goes. 
Uh, I will I'll tweet out a picture of the courtroom. With, with where hash- I root, right? Hashtag where I root. It's not and, smart. And Brad, you better, and Angie, you better put it on TV tonight. Well, Brad's going to make Angie. Yeah. Do, uh, what I heard. That's not going to happen. Was, you know I heard, I had no idea Brad had that kind of power. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, if Angie She's is gonna laugh at him. willing to acquiesce to Brad's demands yeah. that he put the, that she put this on. Guys, you know what's actually going to happen is that he's going to tweet out a picture. He's going to take a picture of the courtroom. Mm-hmm. The judge is going to see him take a picture. And then they're going to fine him an additional $225 right. oh, for oh. <laughs> Jackson, I don't think that's far fetched at all. I, I think that there, there's. What are the odds I get a selfie with the judge? Well, that'd be Zero. awesome. If you ask the judge for a selfie and they do that, that'd be fantastic. That'd be a great moment. All right, Sounders Weekly uh, coming up tonight, seven to eight o'clock, right here on Sports Radio nine fifty KJR. Our very own Feltulator uh, hosts the show. We give an opportunity tonight to promote the show. What's on tap tonight, Jackson? Well, I hope to talk to uh, Garth uh, at some point here today. A number of things to talk about. Uh, in, uh, we have a series of questions still looking ahead towards uh, who he's going to bring in. Uh, continuously talking about. Uh, needing a new number nine to replace Jordan Morris. So we're going to continue talking about that as well as some other topics. Hope to talk to uh, either Will Bruin, who scored the first right. sounder goal of the year, or Alex Roldan, who had his first uh, professional start uh, on Sunday in Kansas City. Both uh, had spe- really spectacular games, but Alex Roldan especially uh, being the team's first traffic. And then uh, I don't know who my co-host in studio is going to be tonight. I'm well, still waiting to find out about, how about that. How about the gas man? He'll be willing to stay I'll come here back to 7 down. Why not? I'll come down. Why don't you go take the ferry back to Woodby Island, come back down, (laughs) and pay another ferry fee, and come and host the show with Jackson? Here's the thing: I've got to check in on my elderly friends who are ill. I got to call Sims and Graz and make sure they're okay. So I I do that in the afternoons because it's the kind thing for a young person to do. (laughs) My Um, elderly friend. (laughs) The uh, uh, hey, how come the Sounders have only played four matches? Is that because of the way the tournament uh, uh, started? Because that's another thing that's kind of played to a disadvantage them some teams have played seven i'm looking nobody's played eight yet but a few teams have played seven the Sounders are not off to a good start. There's no way you can slice this, but there are some mitigating circumstances. Yeah, it's the sense that this team had to play CONCACAF in, in Champions League, and and what that means is the fact that they have to play those midweek matches, which means they had to kind of split that lineup up at, at certain times, and that forced them to, to, to into the bad start a, a bit, as well as the injuries. Now that they're out of that, they do have to make up some games. There's a, there's a portion of time in early May where they have to play three games in eight days. They have a couple situations like that, so that's going to be tough, uh, but they, they're getting guys back. Ozzy Alonso's back. I don't know if he's 90 minutes healthy yet, but he he did hit the field, and it's great to see Victor Rodriguez close to returning as well, so the team's coming around. Let me ask you an Ozzy question. Is yeah. he still the guy? Because there was a while there where he was the guy that stirred that whole team. He was just on, on the pitch. He was who they looked to for just about everything. That's not quite the case anymore with him, right? Not exactly, but I will say this, is that you can definitely see the change that goes through the team when he is on the field. They are more patient. They are more calm. They keep possession better. The difference that Ozzy makes is not what it used to be, but it's now more of just a leadership role in, mm. in terms of just when you when he's on the field in the midfield, you know that everything's all right. You know that right. things are going to go well. They scored five minutes after he came on the field for the first time in the entire season. That says something. Guy, guy defected from Cuba by walking out of a Walmart in Houston, Texas. Walked right out of a Walmart. Cuban oh, a national people, team. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people walk right out of a Walmart in Houston. Yeah, yeah of course they <laughs> do. Not, a lot not of every don't walk in. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Who do they got coming up this week? Coming up this week, Minnesota United. That's Sunday, one p.m. kickoff at CenturyLink. Our pregame, uh, hosted by myself, will start at twelve thirty. Matt it's Johnson on the call. At there. 
Uh, it's here in Seattle. Okay. Here. What happens when Minnesota and DC play? Is it do they put United versus yeah. United on yeah. the TV? Can they come up with and another this, name? Right? I mean, yes, is every soccer you. team United? Thank you, Atlanta yeah. United. How about as something? Well. How about this is my, my suggestion for the MLS? They don't care what I think. That's fine. No more United. No more FC. Well, FC is FC is going to continue, but United know, can please stop. I, I don't mind Everyone. FC if it's attached the way the Sounders are. You right. can refer to Seattle as the Sounders right. or Sounders FC. That's I like fine. Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. But get rid of United. There's way too many right. teams to do that. Uh, we got headlines coming up in five minutes and lunch with listeners. Your chance to win a gift card uh, to our brand new sponsor, Other Coast Cafe Sandwich Shop at three great locations: Ballard, Queen Anne. Capitol Hill on the docket for you to participate in lunch with listeners. Malik McDowell, we talked about in the first hour. Do you feel sorry for him? Looks like his NFL career is over. Ichiro, we played the audio of Jerry Depoto with Softy last week. Ichiro, do you think he'll be on this team all season long? And my court date at three thirty. Will how will I will I get off? Will I have to pay a fine, or will I have to pay the entire fine? Maybe a reduced fine. All of those things. Lunch with listeners.